Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bit of ASMR with the crackling of the um, Cadbury wrapper. And now we're going to hear um, me with chocolate in my mouth and perhaps Guy eating some chocolate on the microphone. And that's always a good time. Is this the episode? Yeah, we're in. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. I was trying to get through that chocolate before we started. Yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> well, we, we had the power to choose. You chose not to. That's true. And I, I chose not to because I got greedy. You got greedy with the chocolate. You didn't get greedy with the chocolate, man. I think I just had... You just had... Either six or eight squares. Oh, is it too much? I've eaten so much sugar today, man. I think six squares is reasonable. It was a crazy day. Was it? It was a crazy day today. I think eight squares is too much. I had big plans, big work plans, and then Remy nailed himself in the head, and I had to go to a White Cross, which is like an after-hours medical facility. Yeah, it's like facility. an after-hours medical facility. Stitch his head up. Yeah, I saw him. Tim's not lying. How did he nail himself? I ran into the edge of a stair, something like that. Corners, man. Yeah, corners, eh? They're everywhere. So I got to send him to a Steiner school. He's not smart enough to deal with the 90 yeah. degree angled real world. All round edges. He's an athlete, but he's none too bright, that son of Well, there's corners in the world, so, you know. The dryer's going in here. I thought I'd leave it on for a bit of ambiance. Well, so let's, let's talk a little. First of all, let's talk a little about the right amount of squares. Mm-hmm. I think six is right. I think eight's too many. I really don't know how I feel about seven. I honestly can't imagine eating an odd number of chocolate squares. Really? Yeah. You don't ever eat them individually? Do you eat them in twos? I eat them in twos. Because I didn't see what just happened here. What I didn't, I didn't, I was in the proximity, but I didn't witness you putting them in your mouth. So you go two at a time. Two at a like time. Noah, I, I, I Noah's break, chocolate. I break off two. 
two by two. And I have them one at a time, but I eat them in... Hold on, when you say one at a time, one square at a time or one yeah. two square set at a time? I break off two. Yes. And then I have one of one, each square of the two individually. But I know how many I'm having. Okay. And it's two. Always. Yeah, because one's not enough. One, I'm just... Yeah, but seven's so much more than one. Seven is. Seven, there you go. I mean, I think we've answered it. Seven is too many, by my calculations. Six is okay. Mm -hmm. Seven's... I mean, the issue is... People knock off a whole block, man. These blocks aren't as big as they used to be. The issue is that seven's legitimately not even on the menu. Seven can be, because it just... You break it in the bag... No. However, you want it. You're not allowed. Fish, fish one out. Have six, and then fish one um, square no, out, and have that. No. Now the you here's the cool thing about being an adult. You can do that. No. It's allowed. It's within your. The cool purview. thing about being an adult is I set my own rules, and one of the rules is no sevens. Yeah. No odd. No odds. The only amount of the only prime number when it comes to chocolate I'll be eating eleven, two. Ah, nice. Yeah. That's so tricky. <laughs> I know. Must be quite isolating for the number two. The only even prime number. Mm. Where does it go? Like, if it, if there's an event amongst the numbers, yeah, two doesn't fit in with the evens. Everyone's like, oh, how many times are you divisible by, you know, yourself or whatever the fuck they say? <laughs> 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 and then it goes to hang out with the odd numbers and they're all like, Man, you're built different. You feel different. Yeah. Like evens are tidy, odds are messy. What do you do when you've got a tidy Two's even? What do you do when you've got a tidy prime number? You call you you, you Who are you gonna call? Prime numbers <laughs> <laughs> Two's alright. Two's in my head two's pretty tidy. Two's not too In messy. a sense, two might be lonelier than one. <laughs> Just because of how things are broken for two. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Sing a song, right? Speaking of two, I mean, because the next prime number up from, no, the next, not prime number, the next even number up from two is four. And we that's just the movie watched we just watched. FF4. Fast, this, well, they this, just call it Fast and Furious. This one's called Fast and Furious. Or if you go on the wiki, Fast and Furious 4. Mm. Yep, it is. It's a movie we watched. It was under two hours, and I think me leading with that can tell you a little yeah. something about how much we enjoyed it. Come on. Let's have a good attitude. Hour okay. F- one hour, 47 minutes, first screening. We've um, whipped the scab off a new one. Hey, that duration's tidy. That's, that, a, that's a lovely wee duration. And it does also feature um, several flashbacks to moments that we've already seen in the franchise. In Fast Five through Nine, predominantly an ashen Paul Walker's face. As Letty dies, she's already dead. She is He's dead. At the so this is a flashback. Oh, yeah, that's the bit. That's the bit that flashed back. I mean, There's weird, they they treat they kind of do some interesting things with flashbacks here. They put sorry to just jump all over the place before we've even said what the plot of this film. Who is. Who are you, Justin Lin? <laughs> Maybe I am. Imagine if I was. That would be insane. I feel like you'd bring, you would have brought a whole different energy to the podcast. It'd be weird if I had managed to maintain this double life for this long. Spindly Timbly Wimbly is actually the director of the whole, you know, most of the movies. Yeah. Imagine that. It's unlikely. It's unlikely that I would have been able to pull it off. It's beyond unlikely, Tim. It's impossible. Well, you say that. How have you been doing it? This movie did make me think about that sort of stuff. 
there's so many criminals in this movie. I was like, could I start again? As a criminal. Yeah, as a person, could I go off grid at this point? Is it? Can it be done these days? Can you? Can just, you? Could you scrub scrub the life you've built? Could you just walk? Could you just walk and? It's um restart? honestly, and this I say this with nothing but love and respect for my from all all my family, my born family and mm. my chosen family. Yeah, it's something I think about often. Mm. And I think a lot of men do. I, it's not something I would ever... I, I have to say, I don't. This movie made me think about... I think I did a long time ago, and then this movie was like, oh, yeah, I should think about that again. <laughs> I should consider that again. I mean, I don't think I'd be good at it at all. I think <laughs> I'd be neither. terrible. I'd get found straight away. And like, I'd also, I'd get lonely straight away, and I'd come back, you know, like I'd probably come back with my tail between my legs, ready for a big confessional, and no one would have noticed, and I could just resume my life. And You've it, been gone that, for three days, and that no one noticed. in and of itself would be sadder than... <laughs> you went through this whole soul-searching um, escapade of being off-grid. Do you think, but would that be liberating, to do that and then come back? You assume it'll be liberating, and then you find out it's devastating, and then you come back, and it turns out no one noticed you were gone, and then, then you're done. Put a fork in him, he's done. I just don't think I've got the, the moxie, the nouse. I don't think I've got the contacts or the financial reserves. It's like a fantasy you play within your head, but you'd need really strong well, motivation to do it. I, yeah, yeah. Like something's yeah, yeah. really got to be driving you to do it. Like I, either you'd have to have ki- killed someone is the classic one, right? You killed someone and now you got to go off. Have you it. ever, in a dream, have you ever killed someone? No, not that I can remember. Have you? Yeah. Really? How'd you do it? I can't remember. I just remember the feeling of like waking up in intense relief. True. Yeah, of being like, <sighs> Maybe I have. That's not my life. This is my life. This is my beautiful wife. And I'm in bed <laughs> next to a, a <laughs> dead body. And I go, No! I have, I have been in a dream in a dream. That I've done. Yeah. And I reckon maybe to the third dimension on that as well. I think I've woken up, been in a dream, and then woken up and been in a dream and then woken up. Damn. Heady stuff. How are your dreams? I imagine they'd be real wacky, real fun. They're, I mean, I've I've been having um, seriously immersive dreams. I don't remember, I don't journal them. I don't remember any detail. So I'm only going to articulate sort of the, you know, the broad strokes of the experience. But I wake up every morning right now and I feel like I have to penetrate my dream world to even access the reality I actually live in. I feel like I've got to like Whoa. break out of my sleep and whatever place I was just in and just be like, okay, I'm Guy, I'm in bed in Auckland yeah, and I'm going to go about my life. It's been crazy. Like ever since Chelsea and I moved house, yeah. Um, my suspicion, the the bed is in a kind of alcove in the bedroom. There's like a small alcove area where the head of the bed rests. Huh. I think that the previous, um, you know, the previous habitants left their dreams behind wow i think i'm sleeping a lot of their dreams you caught them yeah is it do you feel like the bed is in a bad feng shui position no i think it's the it's the best place for the bed it's very comfortable i have fantastic sleeps there but the dreams are fucking driving me wild wow the and dreams, you didn't have them in the previous abode. i didn't used to dream really at all that's not true is it i mean i dreamt but not memorably not like every morning in a way that it was like whoa that's so fire, bro. 
you're catching some dreams from the previous peeps. I love that. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's the most joyous experience for you. Um, so I'm sorry about that. But I also think it's really cool. Well, in a lot of the dreams, I'm uh, fucking the guy's wife. Ah, lovely stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all worth it, guys. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Just to sing myself from that gag. (laughs) Nah, back yourself. It's good good fun. It is an altogether more somber and serious film than Fast Five. It's lacks some of the more caperish elements that we grew to love and I suppose in a sense tire of. The um, general colour palette, cinematography, score and plot, I think. And lighting. And lighting. And computer generated imagery. Are inferior. Mm. Um, It's not without its redeeming features, but a lot of it is kind of confusing. the opening gambit is Dom is on a p- mission with Letty and Han and a mystery woman who Han's who's sna- who's on Han's lap and she's snacking. So I'm assuming that it's a virus. We know her. It's a virus you catch. Um, it's a Leo, par- it's a it's a parasite. It can only have one host at a time. So it started with her, or you know, for us at the moment, and then she's gone. She's in the movie for twenty minutes. Yep. You think? I think we're going to get to know her a little bit. We Don't must have name. previously. Hope, to know I hope her. so. So the parasite is with her, but then it leaps uh, to Han, who after this movie must be constantly snacking. Yeah, Han, like Leo and Sandos, the other ones, and they're they're robbing a. They're in the Dominican Republic, which is where Dom gets a lot of his self confidence because the Dom Dom is in the I Can Republic. That's what he says to himself. And I can do this. It's like when I go to Timbuktu and I look in the mirror and I go, Tim can buck too. You go, also. You, you go look in the mirror and you're holding up a dollar corn. Yes. Dollar corn, dollar coin. And you go, Dollar corn. Tim buck one. You, buy for you a go, Tim buck one. You go, No, no, Tim buck two. And then if you click your fingers, you, uh, you can double your money. Couldn't tell you where Tim buck two is. You, you gave me an atlas, a globe. I'd be all at sea trying to figure out which what continent is. are you putting it on? Africa. I think that's right. <laughs> you don't even know. I think it's in Africa. You know stuff. I know it's in Africa. You're not bad at geography. Oh, that's so sweet. I just know flags. You're I watch not sports. bad at geography. That's, that's not. Me, that is low bar. That to, to, to me was a compliment. Fucking hell! We need to see a relationship therapist. I think. No, no. You and I need to sort our oh, shit come out. Come on, we're all right. <laughs> But they're robbing a. They're, they're in the, the bar. They're in the Domin I can Republic. And I do, do this rugby World Cup. I have been like, fuck, man. I would know some countries if I was into any sports. Yeah. But I don't, so I don't. Yeah. Don't know the flags. Don't know a damn thing about them. But sports is a great entry point for geography. Totally. Which I lack. If, imagine if you got into the Olympics. Mm. Or what? The- what sport do you think I'd be in for? If you're watching or playing? No, you said, what if I got into the Olympics? Oh, if, you, if you got into the Olympics? Baseball? It's not in the Olympics. It will be. Not and yet. it has been previously. So, checkmate. Not checkmate. <laughs> it's, it wasn't most recently. And Gymnastics? Also, Have be, I got it in me? You'd be fucking trash at baseball. Oh, yeah, but it seems like it was no, one of the easier you're too ones old, to get You're in too for. old. Your joints are too frail for yeah, gymnastics. But previously, man. Come on. Nah, man. I'm being honest. Oh, no, gymnastics, yeah. Like, I want to be real. I want to be real. If I'm in for anything, though, what is it for? Archery. 
archery, realistically, you could take the time. You know, I know it's a specialized skill. There'll be archers listening right now. They'll have their. I went past Auckland Grammar the other day and they were practicing archery, and I thought that is a private school pursuit, isn't it? Well, Auckland Grammar is a public school. Is it? Oh, it's just rich. Yeah, it's just it, it's zoned in like the flash suburbs. It's just rich as hell. Yeah. Huh. It's um. It's yeah. It's crazy how that works because it's you're getting basically you know a private school experience, but yeah. they're not paying tuition. Uh, I imagine that for those listening and not subscribing to our um, Substack, I'm doing air quotes right now. The donation that you have to make to the school must be hefty. Sort of, don't that, you think? That sort of information must be on the public record. I honestly don't know. It must be on the public record. Anyway, I think you'd be good at archery. Thanks, I think bro. that's your way in. Now Thank do you. me. Basketball. What? Well, you're tall. I'm trash at basketball. <laughs> yeah, but you're tall, you know. Yeah, you're also not an Olympian, man. We're extending a little bit of creative license to this exercise. Too far. There are sports that are in the Olympics that I'm better at than basketball. Um, javelin throwing. No, <laughs> I'm not? awful at javelin. Why are you bad at that? <laughs> because I haven't been practicing. <laughs> yeah, I know that because you're not in the Olympics. But if There's you a special to technique. Have you tried running with Dude, a javelin? Dude, you put me in as an archer. Ar- I, I've never fucking strung it. It's archer. It's not archer Oh right, archery though. You, yeah. I'm in for archery. I'm yeah. an archer. Yeah, I've never arched in my life. Well, Barely you, know it. You took it like a champion. I'm not going for basketball. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I respect that. Long jump. Yeah, I'll go for long jump. Long jump. That's what you're in for, man. Thank you. Bronze though. That's okay. I met. Um, Still a podium I met position. The, I met the current world champion of women's pole vault. Who's on, that? Um, on Sunday, Eliza. No, she's New Zealand's best. Oh. Uh, I'm honestly trying to remember her name. It's a disaster. I can't. Was it on the project? It was on an Australian television show. She's an Australian woman. Gotcha. Very uh, positive outlook. It's inspiring. Yeah. Those athletes have to have that mindset going on. Yeah. That's trick one. You've got to get your mind right. Then you've got to get your body right. Then you've got to get your diet right. Is that that order? order. Is that the order? Was she cool? Are you fasting at the moment? No. Have you ever? I was doing a thing for like a month or less because a guy who I work with, he he um, swore by, uh, you don't eat between when you, wait, what was it? I think it's just you pick an eight hour period in the day where you don't eat. Yeah. So he was like, I he, do like- he did it for a while where it was uh, noon till, no, that's not right either. Noon to 8 p.m. I do like 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, this is not, that's just when you're asleep. That's right. <laughs> a breezer. Dad. A breeze it, brother. I'm having dreams. I'm not even eating my dreams. You're not eating in your dreams. Yeah, in the dreams. Do you reckon eating's cheating if you're doing it in your dreams? People are always like, you want some of this? You want some of that? You know, I'm always at these dinner parties. I'm fasting. So you know you're dreaming when you're no. dreaming. I'm just very disciplined in my dreams. Um, This movie... No. Okay. Because I was saying something, and you were fucking it up for me. Oh, come on, bro. We've we've all been saying things. Have we? Come on, mate. The opening 
Gambit. Oh, now it's all right. Okay, here we go. Well, the judge, what, the judge, I opened court this tab. session. I opened judge this Montgomery tab. presiding. I opened this tab. He okay? will decide if you look at the desktop. You'll see you're this. allowed to talk about the film or <laughs> you'll not. You'll see this tab has been open for ages, and then you've just come in and you've opened several tabs, and then you've tried to open. Instead of closing those tabs and going back to the original tab that was open, you've tried to just leave those seven tabs open and open another tab. You want to know something? Fair enough. You're talking to me or about yourself? I'm talking about what the claims that you're laying at my feet about me. They are fair. So please continue. Is it my claims are accurate? Yeah. Or what you've done is fair? No, what you're saying is accurate and fair. Oh. So please proceed talking about the introduction of the film. Thanks, man. Well, they're they're all they're stealing. They're in the Dominican Republic, and Dom's pumped up on self belief, and they're stealing oil, liquid gold. And <laughs> Letty and Dom have a kiss, and you're like, oh, I don't know about it. But we are to believe that they are deeply in love. It's the best one we've seen between them. Yeah, but it, it's so weird that Letty can't act in this film. That's well. This is the other thing is so they they the the mission goes bad. They CGI up some really bad explosions. There's a trucker feeding an iguana in the front cab, which sort of suggests that there's going to be a sense of fun that permeates this film, but doesn't really penetrate or maintain for the rest of the one hour forty seven runtime. Jump jumps here after the explosion dom tells letty hey letty this is getting too dangerous man you're out i'm in and letty's like fuck you bitch we've been in this since the start what happened to ride or die you know what that means and they fuck by the ocean and then the next morning we see dom leaving an a, a comatose or just a sleeping letty next to a stack of cash mm. that's the last we see of letty dom goes to where does he is he in panama yeah you go somewhere else to start. Because I remarked that every time you put Panama in a movie, you really should use the Van Halen song. Sing the sing don't. the chorus. Panama, dun, 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 Panama. Hey. Um, he goes to Panama. Was it Eddie Van Halen who wrote it? And he was responding to the fact that there was a um, piece about him, about mm. the band and the Rolling Stone or something. Someone, some m- music critic was like, these guys are just a vapid band that perform songs about women and drinking in cars. And then he went, hold up, we've never written a song about a car before. <laughs> and so that's what Panama's about. A car. Yeah. Oh, well. He showed them. Yeah. And the song, fucking rules. Man, do you think like... I'm so sure I've told you this before on the pod. Probably Taylor, more than once. Taylor Swift, you reckon? Yeah. Most famous person? Most successful musician alive right now? Maybe. But I think Lionel Messi. Why Me- don't I? Lionel Messi has the most Instagram. No, Cristiano Ronaldo has the most Instagram followers. Taylor Swift's in the top five, I think. Okay. Football. The universal She's just like musical genre. I was just reading a profile on it. It's kind of amazing. Because this thing about Van Halen, I was thinking about like bands and popular culture and how i don't think anything has the reach that it wants to, you know because it, we've we've lost the monoculture and it, it gives and takes like i think but is that true the lack of sort of unifying cultural experience is part of what's um is that true though driving a wedge in society well now you're veering into crazy talk but taylor swift is seems like she's you know everyone knows who she is is she the beatles to to swifties she is and to, to you, to she's just Miss Swift. To me, Taylor will do. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. To me, she's um well, she's just a chip off the old block. What block? I don't know. I think she grew up in um maybe one of the Carolinas. Moved to Nashville to pursue music, got discovered at a um singing at a talent show. That's not true. Her dad's like a record executive. No, she yeah. grew up on a Christmas tree forest. It's all fucking lies. No, it's Her not. fucks are loaded. Her dad's they might be in the loaded. music industry. No. This you can never load a dad in the music industry. That doesn't mean you can break a pop star. If you're a record executive, it makes it a damn sight easier. It doesn't mean, like, look at her. doesn't guarantee any of this. Yeah, she's awesome. You love her? No. Right. I'm saying awesome in the biblical sense. She's very big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When people used to say, God is awesome, they're just like, he's really big. Conceptually. That guy is huge. Yeah. What do you see when you think of God? Mm, an atom. Do you? But then also a planet, because they look similar. If you look at Saturn, like the rings, it's all the same, baby. I still see a fucking old guy <laughs> in a white robe with a beard in a cloud. I feel so sick. I feel like I'm going to throw up, and I think it's on a, <laughs> on account of how much like lollies and shit I've had today. Why do you have so many lollies? Because I, cause I like, didn't... I had one cheese scone <laughs> this morning, and then... And then had to like wait at this after hours for ages oh, yeah. and couldn't eat anything. And yeah. so then I was so fucked that I just went to the supermarket and bought some food. But among that was a bag of lollies. Mm. I ate, ate almost the whole bag of lollies and then ate a bag of potato chips. You know what I should have done? Eating a fucking sandwich, for God's mm, sake. Man, have, have a banana. Yeah, <laughs> literally anything except for yeah, what I'm I did. I'm getting through a lot of bananas at the moment. But then I had dinner when you were here. I'm thinking of bananas as like a healthy energy source. Mm. 
I'll put a banana in. Yes. A banana comes out. <laughs> That's not Bloody true. brown banana. Yuck. Yeah. Gross, it's, man. It's called a shit. You know where I shit? Home. No, I shit, I shit in the toilet. You shit at your home toilet? Uh, I shit in the office toilet. Do you? Yeah. You strike me as the kind of guy, I know this isn't true, but you strike me as the kind of guy who couldn't shit anywhere but at home. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and yet it's not true. But I could totally, like, that seems just a and part Where does that of, come from? That idea of me? Um, it's a good question. You're like a guy who it's like, you know, everyone thinks there's a normal guy. And for most shit you are, but then there's just these these couple of... Tea towels. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> it sounded hey. like you said tea towels, even though I know you said details. You got two e-bikes. A couple of, couple of tea towels. So that one is mine, and that one uh, was Zoe's dad. So dad's, so we got that now, because he doesn't need it anymore. He's not very mobile. Zoe riding that? <laughs> Absolutely not. She doesn't like the bike. Well, she just hasn't got round to it. You'll notice the tires are dead flat. Well, I've seen flatter. Hasn't, hasn't ridden it once. And it's a really good bike, too. It's a stunner. It's got a Bosch battery. The whole system's Bosch. They're the best. Bosch. B-O-S-C-H. Bosch. <laughs> that should be their whole <laughs> marketing strategy. So get this. Dom's in Panama running jobs. He gets a call from me or his sister. Letty's dead. What? We don't see it? We're just told that Letty's dead? This whole fucking time, like the whole Fast Five, Letty's dead. Fast Six, or the credits of Fast Five, we turn out Letty's alive. Fast Six, she shows up on um, one of the Shores crews in London. We didn't even see her die. Like we spend this fucking opening scene with Letty and then we're just told, we're told off camera that Letty's dead. And then when we see her death, it's Dom imagining it by visiting the site of the crash. Mm. And that's canon in the world of the film. It's fucking trash. It's disrespectful to Letty. It's disrespectful to us. Mm. You're gonna kill off the main character. You gotta show us. You gotta show us. You have to, actually. And you can't you can't it's too unreliable to show us as 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 Vin sees it. So as then, told by Vincent. This is what motivates Dom, the whole movie. Vengeance for Letty's death. Meanwhile, Brian O'Connor from the FBI is trying to get to the bottom of a drug case that's in LA. He's having a hard time. Turns out they're both chasing the same guy. You know, they both go undercover to a street race, show up, they have to race each other. Dom wins, Brian comes second, they both get recruited. All of a sudden they're working the job together. Can they get over their differences? That's the movie. That's the whole movie. Han, who was there at the start, fucks off. He doesn't come back. He is gone. Gal Gadot shows up. She's in it for a lot of Vin the time. Vin Diesel's fingerprints as an EP are all over this. Gal Gadot shows up and throws herself at Dominic Toretto. And she he does. says, you're not my type. What words that effect? Yeah, he makes a whole scene out of it. But guys one, neater. They should have done that. Yeah. I don't believe it. What, what in fact happens is... Dom Torito essentially rattles off the worst Tinder profile you've ever heard describing his perfect woman, in which he literally says, 20% angel, 80% devil. Not afraid to get some 
grease underneath her fingernails. This is in the era of Bebo. If you are in the territories of New Zealand, Australia, or Mexico, I believe are the only places where that was big. And for everyone else, MySpace. And I, you can see it. You can see those words just written on someone's, what were they called then, a wall? Mm. Whatever the fuck. He sounds like a sexually frustrated 14-year-old boy. The most like beautifully, tastefully, artfully represented um, sort of the most sexual visual language that we see in this movie are when um, Brian and Dom are like tuning up and fueling up and oiling up their cars before they go to the street race. They're going to fuck those cars. And there's like some real nice slow language shots of them both pouring some sort of castrol oil into the engines. Yeah. And it's like the love and energy and care they're putting into this. You're like, wow, these guys really care about this. And actually, I will say the way that Dom sort of gets into the garage when he's working through something, it's like the the purity of that hobby and the way that it can calm and soothe him and what he takes from it. You know, he, he lives a restless life and he, he's, he's, he's really idle, but it's quite beautiful. It's honestly quite inspiring. Something I continue to lack and crave. You want to get into cars? No. I want to get into whatever it is that makes him feel like that for me. You know what I reckon it would be for you? Kites. Kites? Mm. Kites are fun. Kites are fun. Hey, that, that song's really good, just in case anyone's curious about that. Yeah. Perhaps not our version, but you should look it up. Kites are fun. Mm, People International or something like that. Song along it's not exactly lines. that, but it's something like that. And they did another, they did like one other big song in the 60s. Really? Which I can... The Free Design. Free Design. And what's the other... to the chorus though because if we play too much I don't know it feels like we get in trouble with someone that ain't it what's the other song see my kite see my kite love you bubbles my brother woody Okay, maybe I'm talking absolute shit. So, my shining light of this film... Go ahead. Oh, fuck, I have one, and it's disappeared out of my head. I got one. It's probably um, the same one. Wouldn't be shocked if it was the same one. I, I like, the classic Tim one was going to be the fact that they've got a sliding phone, which has got a QWERTY keyboard under it, which I thought was pretty hot shit. What couldn't make, idea what, it though what make a phone couldn't is I, it couldn't idea was thought Tim, it was is an, Tim losing it in his old age thought it was a Nokia thought it was a Nokia thought it was some loose Sony Ericsson from back in the day but then it had a logo on it that said like OQO or something mm. didn't didn't recognise it at all I did have a shining light what's your shining light when uh, they show up to well they, you know when they show up to the drag race we meet oh, I've got to get the drug lord's name just for um, Braga Arturo Braga, who Tim has fingerprinted in, um, I believe it must be Fast Six. Fast Six, yeah, and Fast Six is is a great actor, and he's not wrong. He's the best actor in this movie. Yeah, he probably is. I love Paul Walker. 
I think he brings something every time. Um, but they show up and there's like there's, there's all of the butt girls and sort of the the general you know cacophony of of sound and 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 you know the visual feast of fast cars and faster women um you know that's all there and then on the layer above there's like, I like a how huge, much you enjoyed that there's a huge piece of netting that stretches across you know like it, it acts like a sort of transparent roof that stretches across the entire thing there's a driving range above it and yep. Braga and his cronies are playing golf and that's like I, I thought that was quite a fun detail you know but then on the ground floor when Brian shows up there's this sort of long blonde haired I don't know, urban cowboy type character who's hanging out with three of the butt girls and he's just running his mouth at Brian. He's just trash talking him. Don't have any of the quotes, didn't write them down, but it's kind of an enjoyable and like light and fun version of antagonism in the movie. It's not heavy. It's just like, this guy's an asshole. It's immediately what you think and it's quite pleasurable. And uh, Brian kind of shuts him up, you know, and on and on it goes. And then he loses the race to Dom afterwards and the guy just starts trash talking him again. He's seen it. And then he goes to the ladies, all right, ladies, let's go home. And I said, I turned it to him and I said, you know, I like that guy. And you think that's all you're going to get from him in the movie. But then, the weirdly, the movie actually follows him back to his apartment with the three women he was hanging out with by the car. They're all hooking up and he's sort of filming it and he's getting into it. He's like, I like feet. And he takes off one of their shoes and he's filming the feet. He's kissing the foot. He's like, I really like this foot. And then we get an external shot and an FBI SWAT team showing up. And I'm like, Brian, you petty little fucking bitch. You absolute hero. And they just go in there and bust this guy's ass and drop a bag of like methamphetamine on his coffee table. And one of the FBI agents is like, you know that won't stick right. And Brian pulls down his like balaclava so whatever, and drew his face and he's like, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> so was that, and that's the whole scene. Was that just because I thought that was to that, that, fuck when it was happening? I was like, oh, this is going to somehow lead back to the drug lord. So this is all part of the masterful plot. Was that simply to fuck back with that dude like, who took smack? Lucky to, to have made it into the movie. That is crazy stuff. So especially how it depicts the FBI. So petty. <laughs> Two thousand nine. You know, I wonder if you know because we're rooting for Brian and we're empathising with him through that whole scene. I wonder if it would play this like I wonder if you know the FBI would be so fast and loose with representation how charismatic is Paul Walker as an actor that he is able to keep the audience on his side while he is playing a fucking snitch for the FBI who plants drugs on people to get them busted when they talk But he's to not him. playing a snitch at that moment he's just he's a man he's just a guy we still like still a cop still a weasel He's not a weasel, man. He's the Pope. He's not a weasel. He's a bad. He's like a not a bad cop, but he's like a um. He is a rogue. bad cop. He's rogue. He fucks his coworker up. He does. Who he we see fucks in... up his nose. You called that too. Also in F six, mm. you called that. You said it talks about his nose again, and he's got a crooked nose. And you're like, I reckon Brian did that to him before. Yeah, and he did, and we saw it. We saw it happen in real time. That guy getting fucked. It's actually a regular up. reunion, isn't it, between F four and F six? Because in F six, he's with that guy when he's going to visit Braga in the prison cell. Yes, correct. Do you know what I really liked? And this isn't my shining light because I remember what that is. That this movie ends and we pick up exactly like to the frame in the next one. Yeah, like it just picks up the ball and runs with it. And the the reveal that is at the end of this movie. Um, 
and any other movie made after 2012 or 14 maybe would be an after the first set of credits sequence but they didn't know they were allowed to do that back then so they show so what they have is a scene where dominic spoiler alert dominic toretto is sentenced 25 to life non-parole for charges not mentioned by the judge even though the judge was recommended clemency by agent Brian O'Connor because of his assistance in taking down this huge drug lord. But that is basically dismissed out of hand by the judicial system. And he is loaded onto a bus, presumably headed to a federal penitentiary. That would be classically where you would roll credits. And then if you wanted to add a little bit of something else, a little twist, you'd do the first set of credits and then you'd show a little scene. And this, they just kept going. And what we see is the final scene of the movie is the first half of a scene which opens the next movie, yeah. which is them busting him out of that fucking truck, that transport, that bus. And Vin, Vin wanted to make these movies back to back, but the studio said, no, we're going to see how this one plays. Is that true? That's true. And I will say this for this film. I think is the, it was the fifth Fast and the Furious was such a digression. I wonder if that was a studio note that they're like, we need these to be a bit more fun. And I haven't Better seen the three it. preceding films, but I do feel like maybe the film was struggling for a sense of identity. The everyone, franchise was struggling for identity at this point. Everyone wanks on about how much they love an auteur and how studios ruin everything. But you want to know something? The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Their first movie's so good. Mm-hmm. And they would have been on such a leash from so much studio you know manhandling and and producers and you know really and then they let them off the leash a little bit with two and three and they're worse for it four is so bad (laughs) i hated it so much four sucks yeah i i i went to the midnight screening of that when it came out and it was the first movie i'd seen in ages since my infant son was born a valuable and incredibly rare opportunity to go and see a flick at the cinema and I couldn't have been more angry. Damn. <laughs> Betrayed both by the experience of going to cinema, which is supposed to be generally pleasurable, and especially seeing a coda to a, a movie franchise that I quite enjoy in the first movie that I love. Here's my shining light for this movie, Fast 4. There's a lot of moments in this movie where they're sort of I believe referencing the Need for Speed video game franchise, mm-hmm. or maybe just video games in general mm-hmm. as a medium. Mm-hmm. But in particular, they lean hella into it, where Paul Walker is versing Vin Diesel in a street race. There's some other people involved, but really, this is all about Brian, and it's about Dom, who's going to win the street race. And they've got a GPS system, which is rigged up. Very old school, very rudimentary. Um, and it sounds like that kind of, you know, that classic uh, sort of woman's voice that you would hear in like a, I was going to say Gran Turismo, but that's not right. Like a Need for Speed or a Ridge Racer or... Uh, you could you could rig one up on your Google Maps if you wanted. You probably could. But it's got... It's Turn got, right in 500 meters. But it's not like that. Maybe it's because it's American rather than British. It's like, this is a video game one rather than a real GPS one. GPS... You use a Brit. As part of Braga's operation is he, he gives these um, would-be drivers like a GPS chip. They put it in it loads up their path. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're going there for. Here's your racetrack. I'm going to tell you piece by piece through this GPS thing. And it keeps flashing to this like 
wireframe 3D modeled version of the map of the city that they have to follow. And at first, it was vaguely annoying, and then I loved it. Hey, you learned to embrace it. Shining light. Good on you, mate. Well, I'm fucking um, done. Yeah, normally I would rate what cars I'd like to fuck in this movie, but I might save that for the next one because guys spent, and we've been talking long enough, but I'll tell you what I'll rate this film. Out of a potential 30,000 points, Fast 4 from Tim Bat gets 11,800 points. Is that, is that like approximately a third? <laughs> a little over, yeah. Yeah. So what's that? That'll be like... A C plus. Yeah. I'm trying to shrink it down to out of five. Go on. No, I'm trying to shrink your one down to out of five. Ah. Oh. It's like... It's two. It's like one and a half to two, yeah. I give it two and a half. I think it's going to get harder to watch. I think I do think the studio were right. I think the first the first movies that I haven't seen in this franchise, I think, you know, they're discovering what they are and they're maybe discovering something new in a sense of genre and it's quite exciting and fresh. And then by the time they got to this one, they didn't know what it was going to become, and they sort of had a foot in the previous camp, but the movie gotten a bit bigger on them. And I just think it, it it's it's lacking a sense of self, and it's um. Bopped him on the nose. Yeah. It's just, you know. It's fast four. It's fast and it's furious. It's fast and furious. Don't even put four in the title. Put four in the title. <laughs> Surely. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.